Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. For the best way to fall asleep with night falls, you can now become a premium supporter. Enjoy the entire back catalogue of Nightfall's classics, all with a rich, immersive and totally ad-free experience. If you love falling asleep to Nightfall's, Nightfall's Premium will elevate your sleep while helping to support myself and the team. We love creating Nightfall's, but without supporters, it wouldn't be possible. Join Nightfall's Premium today in just two tabs on both Apple Podcasts or via the Supercast link found in the show notes for all other podcast players. Your sleep will thank you for it, and so will I. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hi. I'm Jeffrey, and welcome back to Night Falls. Join me around the campfire at the foot of these mystical falls for a podcast of bedtime stories designed to help you sleep. Each week, we'll begin with a brief meditation before settling into our story for the evening. And don't worry if you fall asleep before the end. I want you to drift off whenever you're ready. Come, join me beside the fire and let me tell you of the day I built that little shelter over there at the foot of the falls. I personally prefer to sleep beneath the stars out on the beach. There's something soothing about the way the moonlight silvers the sands and ought to be golden by day. But building the shelter was a way for me to reconnect with nature and get better acquainted with the magic of the falls. Tonight, 
if you'll hear it, would like to tell you of the day I learned to harness the power bedded into the very soil upon which night falls stands. Within each of us lies a fortitude of power, a uniquely human force of will to draw the things we desire into our lives. Tonight's tale is of how I stepped into my own power and began asking unashamedly for the things I need in life. In my considered opinion, tension bound up in the mind and body is the biggest block a person faces when trying to draw from their inner power. Coming to a comfortable position, take the opportunity to scan down your body in search of any tension lingering within you. Feel the warmth ebbing off the campfire tonight as it sinks beneath your skin and into your muscles, aiding them in their release. Beginning at the very crown of your head, feel that gentle heat soften your thoughts and slow your mind. Follow that warmth as it ebbs into your neck and shoulders, allowing any tension caught up in them to dissipate. Feel the muscles of your core releasing in the heat. Take a long, lazy breath in and enjoy the depth of breath afforded to you by total body relaxation. Exhaling, feel any remaining stress or strain draining from your body on the gentle tide of your breath. As you lie there breathing, consider the power that exists within you. Know that the total body relaxation you're experiencing now is the funnel through which you can channel your unique power and inner strength. The relaxation and calmness needed to access the strength within you is never more than a few breaths away. Inhaling deeply now, feel the bond between your breath and the innate power that resides within your body strengthening. Now, if you're feeling ready, then the story of how I came to nourish my own power can begin. It was another perfect morning in nightfalls. The prior evening, I had fallen asleep on the beach after spending a while charting the progress of the stars across the night sky. I recall having slept soundly through the night but nightfalls always seemed to have that effect on me. To this very day, I still find the forest clearing so deeply relaxing that regardless of how beautiful the stars in the night sky are, or how much I relish gazing up at them, 
It has never taken me more than a few minutes to begin slipping beyond the curtain of sleep. The peace and tranquility of nightfalls and the rest and relaxation I found for myself here came as something of a surprise at first. As someone who had always struggled to slow my thoughts and drift off at night, those first few months of sound sleep and long, lazy mornings were some of the most refreshing of my life. The rest and relaxation I indulged in and the slower pace of living were rather restorative of my sense of self. That morning passed just as my mornings usually did. I arose when I felt rested and ready to, and not a moment before that. I no longer felt the same pressure to get out of bed prematurely and begin rushing through the day. When I was ready, I stretched out my arms and legs and came gently to my feet. I padded along the soft golden sands down to the lake at the foot of the waterfall and waded into the crystalline water. I paddled across the surface of the lake for some minutes, waking myself up gently until, unlike all the mornings that had come before, I took it upon myself to sink my head beneath the surface of the lake. It was only when I fully submerged myself, diving down deeper than I ever had before, that I began to hear the water whispering to me. Perhaps she had been speaking to me since the very moment of my arrival in Night Falls, and that morning was simply the first time I had been able to hear her voice. That day, that dip beneath the surface of the lake taught me how to listen to her and how to heed her call. Her voice was a chorus all of its own, a sea shanty with a soft and ancient melody to it. I thought she must have been formless at first, a thousand voices caught and loosed upon the same breath. Her voice came from everywhere and nowhere all at once. But as I listened closer and followed the sweet sound of it, I finally caught sight of her, and she smiled easily as she drifted on a current I imagined was of her own making for I had never once noticed any traction in the waters before that morning. She had kind eyes and an even kinder smile when she told me she'd been waiting for me to hear her. She said she had called to me for months and had even asked the sunlight to dance only its most beautiful numbers across the surface of the lake because she thought that the spectacle 
might entice me to dive deeper into the water. She admitted to having told the reeds that grew in patches at the bottom of the lake that they best keep out of my way. But I assured her I really wouldn't have minded their being there at all. I told her I was pleased to make her acquaintance and asked her what she wished to speak with me about. Though she spoke in riddles when I asked her questions, their meanings came to me easily. She suggested that the magic of the falls was not simply to be observed, but there for me to use, to draw from in abundance, should I ever want or need to. She told me to harness the power that had always been mine. I asked her how I might go about channeling the magic of nightfalls, and I could almost hear the smile in her voice when she told me to simply ask for it, to boldly expect it, and to have faith that whatever I asked of the magic would be granted to me. At that, the water seemed to twist up around her, and the current she had drifted upon dissipated just as quickly as she did. I drew in a deep breath as I broke the surface of the water and found that my mind felt clearer than ever before. I paddled to the shore and waded up to the beach. It was then that the idea to build the shelter struck me. I thought that perhaps it would be nice for passers-by to have somewhere cosier to rest their heads. And I recall thinking that perhaps building a shelter would be a good way for me to give something back to nightfalls if I were to be siphoning its magic into my body and using it as though it were my own. The lady in the lake had told me to summon the magic of nightfalls at my will but I struggled to believe that it would yield to me quite so easily, for I'd come to realise that the magic of nightfalls has a personality of its own. The magic has likes and dislikes, games it enjoys playing with passers-by, and parts of the clearing that it most prefers to gather itself in. Nevertheless, I closed my eyes and did my level best to clear my mind of self-doubt. I felt the ground beneath the soles of my feet and imagined growing roots into it, connecting me to the earth. As those roots grounded me, I began to feel myself gathering up the power of nightfalls and drawing the magic that had bedded itself into the soil over the centuries into my body. The magic I had so often sensed in the air around me 
was beginning to swell within my body and it felt more powerful than I could ever have imagined. It seemed at home beneath my skin. It didn't feel other or at all removed from me. Minute by minute, it seemed to be morphing into an extension of my intuition. With each passing moment, a sense of ease was settling into the core of my being and gifting me a sense of confidence. When I finally asked myself which way to travel to search for the fallen logs and thick vines I would need to build my shelter, I felt I could trust my intuition. Perhaps it was the magic of the falls, settled in my core, that nudged me in the right direction. But there will always be a part of me that thinks, maybe, just maybe, I already knew the way in which to travel. And the magic simply granted me the confidence to trust in my gut. Feeling sure of myself, I cut up the path to the left of the falls and into the thickening undergrowth in search of my materials. Up until that point, I found that the further I travelled from the heart of the clearing, the less I could sense the magic that hangs in the air around nightfalls. That day, however, even after walking due north and directly away from the falls for half an hour or so, the familiar weight of the magic continued to linger in the air around me. I took great comfort in knowing that the reassuring weight of it could always be with me if I wanted it to be. Eventually, I found myself cut off from the rest of the path by the wide, oaken trunk of a fallen tree. Across the tree trunk, thick vines had grown weaving into one another. I had walked up a slight incline to find the tree and was rather grateful to have found it resting at the top of a hillside as opposed to at the bottom of one. I was able to step over it and gave the tree trunk nothing more than a gentle nudge to set it rolling slowly down the hillside towards the clearing The vines gathered around it, bundling themselves up neatly around the tree trunk, and it tumbled down the hill. The log gathered speed as it neared the clearing, and by the time I caught up with it, it had split into three equal segments, held together only by the vines tangled around them. tree trunk had rolled to a stop on the grass that grows just above the beach, and I thought that might be just the spot to begin building. I unravelled the ropey vines 
and pulled the tree trunk apart. I felt quite sure that the best way forward would be to lean the logs against one another, to create a sort of pyramid shape that I could then tie together and make sturdy with the vines I had gathered. As I set to work, there was something satisfying about having found my materials in nature. I found it almost therapeutic to be working with my hands. Sometimes in life, it can be difficult to see how much progress you're making. The fruits of your labour often don't seem to materialise until months after you've poured your heart and soul into something. But building the shelter felt different to me. With every passing hour, I could see the progress I was making and watch the fruits of my labour beginning to blossom. I felt accomplished. I felt at one with my body and connected to the earth that sustained me as I went about whittling the end of the wooden beams and binding them together with the vines. For the first time in a long time, I felt like a part of the earth turning beneath me, as connected to it as the wild flowers that sprout from its soil, and not simply a passenger upon it. A deep sense of gratitude flooded through me for nightfalls, for the perfect pocket of the planet that sustained me and gifted me everything I might need to live a happy, healthy life. Though hour by hour the progress I made was slow, my pace remained steady throughout the day. And when I finally took a step back to look up at the structure I had assembled, I couldn't help but feel proud of myself. Each quiet, crawling piece of progress I had made throughout the day had counted for something. Though my shelter was far from finished, I was beginning to learn of the great satisfaction that can be taken from even the smallest of winds. Building the shelter had taught me the importance of taking the time to look up every once in a while and stepping away from the bustle and busyness of life and stepping back from the task at hand I could take note of how far I'd come. As I stewed upon that thought, I began to feel that perhaps the accolades and titles I had yearned for in the past, that I had chased tirelessly in the hope of one day being bestowed, had never really meant very much to me anyway. It became clear to me 
that in chasing those things, I had set myself in competition with millions of others racing after them, purely because they had been told they ought to. I had spent so much time checking on what others were doing and making sure that I was keeping pace that I scarcely took the time to step back and make the progress that really mattered towards my own happiness. I felt freed by the realisation that the only race or journey of any real importance is the one I myself am on. Standing back from the little shelter I had built and feeling prouder of myself than I had in years, I realised that all that really mattered was the little bit of progress I was making through life for myself. Finally, I understood that my progress couldn't be weighed in coinage or bound up in a title. The only worthwhile headway to be made is brought about by simply showing up each day, doing my level best to live happily, be kind to myself, connect with the world around me, and take the time to rest well before the cycle begins anew with the rising sun. So enthralled had I been by my work, by the methodical and almost therapeutic nature of working with one's hands, that I hadn't noticed the sun beginning to dip below the horizon. It wouldn't have mattered if I left my tasks to complete for another day, but there's a sense of satisfaction comes from knowing a job is done. I thought of the lady beneath the lake as I watched the last of the evening sunlight dancing across the surface of the water and at once felt the magic of the falls curling at my core. It was readying itself, I realised, making itself available to me. The woman had said to ask of it, to expect things of it. If I wanted to see my desires granted, and so I closed my eyes once more, and I spoke to the power within me. I asked the magic to gather up the leaves and moss in the clearing, so that I could use them as insulation to band around the structure of my little shelter. Stood at the centre of the structure, took a deep breath in, and as I did, I felt a breeze begin to carry across the clearing. I could hear the leaves and undergrowth I had summoned being carried gently towards me in the breeze. When I finally exhaled, the wind stilled once more, and the rustling stopped. I continued like that 
carrying the materials I needed towards me on the breeze that the magic created, and I controlled with my breath. It wasn't long before the first long leaves came to rest upon the structure itself, and moss and reeds gathered around the base of the shelter's framework. After several easy cycles of my breath, I found myself surrounded by soft, mossy walls. It was dark and cosy inside the shelter, and quieter than the clearing itself. The birdsong sounded a little further off to my ears, but no less sweet. With the moss built up around the base of the structure, acting as excellent insulation, I knew the shelter would provide a warm place to rest for passers-by. And although I was proud of my handiwork, couldn't help thinking that the shelter was perhaps a little too small for people to rest comfortably in. As I closed my eyes and reconnected with the power that lay within me, I began to focus on my out-breath. I visualized that with each long, lazy sigh of relief, the walls of my little shelter would grow wider around me, drawing in a deep breath before sighing out and releasing the power within me. I watched my breath nudging the walls away from one another and raising the ceiling. I felt power flowing out of my body and over the walls around me with every passing breath. I didn't stop until the oaken beams that created the roof over my head had risen high above me, creating space enough for a comfortable bed and the little camping stove I had carried with me when I first arrived in nightfalls. Breathing in once more, I summoned the magic and placed my hand upon the ground within the shelter, sending my energy down into the earth. I asked the magic to breathe new life into the soil beneath me, and help the luscious green grass grow to carpet the shelter, even when there was little sunlight within its walls to aid the grass's growth. I pulled a sleeping bag from the rucksack I had brought with me on my first day in nightfalls and laid it out upon the freshly sprouted grass. I tore apart the bright blue and purple fabric of the tent I had once thought I might need, intending to use sheets of it as wall hangings to make the place more homely. When I had finally fastened the coloured fabric to the sides of the shelter, I found that the light that had broken through the leaves and branches and shone through the sheets of fabric cast the little hideaway in rather dreamy hues. 
painting the grass and the walls around me in those same deep purples and blues. It wouldn't matter what time of day it was. The light filtered into the shelter in a way that made the space feel permanently sleepy. It would be the perfect place for passers-by to rest their heads. I recall beginning to feel rather sleepy as I took stock of what I had built that day and decided it seemed only reasonable that I test the shelter out for myself. I was sure the stars could withstand an evening without my company as I prepared for a long and restful sleep in the shelter. I was feeling much too tired and far too cosy to venture back out into the clearing and sleep on the beach. So I climbed into my sleeping bag, the grass cushioning my back, and allowed my heavy eyes to drift closed. The inner power I had learned to channel, the magic I had found a way to draw strength from, was a comfort to me as I drifted from the waking world. I slipped easily into deep dreams of what tomorrow might hold. Perhaps I would forage for fresh fruit in the woodland, or maybe I'd take another dip in the lake. Perchance I'd while away the day, doing nothing more exerting and relax beside the campfire. The possibilities seemed endless as my consciousness drifted beyond the bounds of my body and the curtain of sleep descended. <laughs>